Welcome to Minnesota Matters. I'm Scott Peterson, and I'm joined by MNN's Bill Werner, Tasha Radel, and Mike Grimm. We're going to delve into what's going on in the North Star State. If it matters in Minnesota, we've got it covered. This week, the State Fair in the time of COVID, the latest updates from Minsure and Minnesota pro golfer Tim Heron. But first, this was the week when presidential politics came directly to Minnesota as Democrats nominated their candidate for president. MNN's Bill Werner has the story. President Trump came to Mankato just hours before Democrats opened their national convention. We built the greatest economy in the history of the world and now I have to do it again. You know what that is? That's right. That's God testing me. He said, you know, you did it once. And I said, did I do a great job, God? I'm the only one that could do it. He said, that you shouldn't say. Now we're going to have you do it again. The president, pledging to bring back law and order, blasted Democrats' response to the Twin Cities riots. Omar called the Minneapolis police a cancer and said they were rotten to the root. But Joe Biden did not condemn the comments. He didn't want to talk about it. This is what's going to be running the country. The president did not stop at the George Floyd Memorial in Minneapolis. Governor Tim Walz said, And I spent this weekend trying to tell the White House why it was a really bad idea to have President Trump go down and stand at the George Floyd Memorial and use as a backdrop for his campaign and ignite the pain and the anguish that we're feeling in Minnesota. The White House responded no one there heard from the governor, and the president, quote, would never use the George Floyd Memorial as a political backdrop. We the people. We the people. Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan among those opening the Democratic National Convention. We the people call the 48th Quadrennial Democratic National Convention to order. A virtual convention for the first time ever because of the COVID pandemic. Delegate Kenneth McKinnis from Ham Lake agrees with having a virtual convention. Being in, in person in a convention in a, in a confined atmosphere like that inside uh, could certainly be very detrimental to our health. But Delegate Mary Blissmer from North Mankato says she was disappointed after attending the 2000 DNC when Al Gore was the nominee. I really had a good time. And so I thought Milwaukee would be a good time, too. I mean, uh, a lot of people, but... You'd meet a lot of new people, and uh, you'd actually be able to see the speakers. This nation, from Miami to Minneapolis and from Portland to El Paso, asks you to shepherd us to a hope-filled vision that does justice. George Floyd's brother, Philonis Floyd, addressed the convention from Texas. Please join me in a moment of silence to honor George and the many other souls we lost to hate and injustice. And when this moment ends, let's make sure we never stop saying their names. Among the speakers on opening night, Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar. We need a president who, in George Floyd's memory, instead of using the Bible as a prop, will heed its words. Do you want the failed policies of Mayor Bill de Blasio or Mayor Lori Lightfoot, Chicago, or Mayor Jacob Fry? If left-wing Democrats can't run a city, why on earth would you let them run your country? We need a president for the workers who've lost their jobs because this administration is selling American workers out 
when we need to buy American. For years, left-wing politicians like Joe Biden talked about supporting American workers. Then they got elected and gave away your jobs, and they sold off your beautiful, beautiful American dreams. They sold them off to the highest bidder. Bernie Sanders told the convention the November election is about preserving America's democracy. During this president's term, the unthinkable has become normal. He has tried to prevent people from voting, undermined the U.S. Postal Service, deployed the military and federal agents against peaceful protesters, threatened to delay the election, and suggested that he will not leave office if he loses. In Joe Biden's America, the protections of American citizenship will be stripped away, and your community will be left at the mercy of the mob. I mean, I'm saying these things, but I mean them. When I look at what happened in Minneapolis... In an historic address to the convention, former First Lady Michelle Obama called the president's character into question. If you think things cannot possibly get worse, trust me, they can and they will if we don't make a change in this election. If we have any hope of ending this chaos, we have got to vote for Joe Biden like our lives depend on it. He'll cross the river of our divides and unite this country from our cities to our suburbs to our rural areas. Senator Amy Klobuchar and the roll call of the states handed off across the Mississippi to St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter. I'm proud to cast Minnesota's 31 votes for Bernie Sanders and 60 votes for our next U.S. President, Joe Biden. I'm pleased to announce that Vice President Joe Biden has officially been nominated by the Democratic Party as our candidate for President of the United States. Thank you very, very much. From the bottom of my heart, thank you all. It means the world to me and my family. And I'll see you on Thursday. With great honor and humility, I accept this nomination for President of the United States of America. The current president has cloaked American darkness for much too long. Too much anger. Too much fear, too much division. Here and now, I give you my word. If you entrust me with the presidency, I will draw on the best of us, not the worst. I'll be an ally of the light, not the darkness. It's time for us, for we the people, to come together. And make no mistake, united we can and will overcome this season of darkness in America. And Biden asked, will we be the generation that finally wipes out the stain of racism? This campaign isn't just about winning votes. It's about winning the heart and, yes, the soul of America. Winning it for the generous among us, not the selfish. Winning it for those communities who have known the injustice of a knee on the neck. Biden said history has delivered America to one of its most difficult moments with what he termed a perfect storm of COVID, the economy, the need for racial justice, and climate change. So the question for us is simple. Are we ready? I believe we are. We must be. There was high praise for Biden for Minnesota delegates gathered at the Nicollet Island Pavilion in downtown Minneapolis. J.P. Baroni says the speech touched his heart and soul. But more importantly, it touched the heart and soul of a very sick nation uh, that I believe he can heal. I hope other people saw what I saw. This coming week, the eyes of the nation will be on the Republican National Convention 
where President Donald Trump will state his case. Scott? Thank you, Bill. Minnesota Matters will return after this. Quitting smoking or vaping can be difficult, and it can be even harder during times like these when stress is often higher. Finding healthy ways to manage that stress without nicotine is important. For Minnesota residents who are ready to quit smoking, vaping, or using smokeless tobacco, Quit Partner is ready to help. Through a family of free programs, Quit Partner offers free support like one-on-one coaching, emails and texts, educational materials, and quit medications like patches, gum, and lozenges delivered by mail. In fact, a mix of quit coaching and quit medications can help double a person's chances of quitting. No matter what support a person would like to try through Quit Partner, it's always judgment-free. And now that Minnesota has raised the legal sales age for tobacco to 21, residents may be looking for quitting resources now more than ever. To learn more, visit quitpartnermn.com or call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. Welcome back to Minnesota Matters. I'm Scott Peterson. As you already know, the Minnesota State Fair is canceled this year due to COVID-19. But that doesn't mean that the fair experience is gone entirely in 2020. I chatted with fair spokeswoman Danielle Dullinger about several ways Minnesotans can get a taste of the great Minnesota get-together without actually getting together. That's right. So we just announced the first ever Minnesota State Fair at Home Edition. So the fair normally would have taken place August 27th through September 7th. Unfortunately, we did need to cancel the fair in May um, due to concerns surrounding coronavirus. So um, this is a way to bring the Minnesota State Fair to everyone during what would have been those 12 days of the Minnesota State Fair. So you can visit our website, mnstatefair.org, or our social media channels, and we will have fun fair facts, some competitions and contests. We'll have behind the scenes, some demos, things that you might not have known about that take place at the fair because you were waiting in line for cookies or waiting in line for rides. So um, we're just trying to bring some fun educational interactive activities to fair guests to do virtually and safely from their homes. And I understand that there are a couple things available, something like uh, the State Fair uh, Party in a Box and the Crop Art to Go Kit. What are those? That's right. So we did announce two specially designed boxes. We have the State Fair Party in a Box, and that is for a party of six people, so a small enough party in these weird times that you can have in your home. It'll have some State Fair branded party items, so plates and cups and, you know, some garland decor, a state fair game, some prizes, all for you to throw your own party at home in place of the actual Minnesota State Fair this year. We also announced the Crop Art to Go kit, um, and as of speaking to you right now, that that kit sold out the first batch, um, but there will be a restock of the Crop Art to Go kit in the coming days. But um, Crop Art is a massively popular part of the Minnesota State Fair. It's really a tradition, and it's pretty exclusive to the Minnesota State Fair. So if you want to do crop art, if you're a beginner, you're an amateur, you've done it before, um, this is the box for you. It includes everything you need to get started with crop art. It has different varieties of seeds, some illustrations, glue, a paintbrush, tutorial, um, everything to really do that tradition in your home. Uh, What other fair... Um, events are going to be happening that folks can participate in in lieu of the fair being canceled this year. So we also have the Fine Arts event. 
Um, that competition is taking place still this year. So fine arts is, you know, photography, oil painting, sculptures, things like that, and we are thrilled to be able to still present that this year. Um, so anyone can view that virtually or on our social media channels. There will be a recorded tour of the Fine Arts Center because they are all hanging in there. And the reason they're all hanging in that building is because we are having an in-person event. So if you're interested in driving to the fairgrounds to see all of those pieces, it is a ticketed event. What happening during what would have been the 12 days of the fair in the Fine Arts Center. So tickets on sale are on sale for that right now. Tickets are just $10 to attend that event. And we've got the big food parade coming up. I know that that is sold out, but we want to just remind folks what's happening because it's a very unique way to get folks uh, connected to fair food this year. Right. So we are having the Minnesota State Fair Food Parade. Unfortunately, tickets are sold out for that, but um, it's a brand new experience for us this year. We're having a parade through the fairgrounds for fair guests who were able to get a ticket, and they will go through 16 different vendors and purchase state fair food. There will be entertainment along the way, opportunities to meet our mascot, but this is something completely new. We've never done it before, so we're excited to put this on and hopefully make sure it's fun and safe and, uh, you know, not too long of an experience to get people through that route. But we're excited to present something a little different this year. And then hopefully, you know, next year we'll be back to our normal Minnesota State Fair experience for the full 2 million guests. That's, that's the goal for sure. And the food parade begins on Thursday, is that correct? That's right. The food parade begins on this Thursday, August 20th, and it runs for three weekends. It'll be this weekend, next weekend, and then Labor Day weekend. All right, perfect. Lots of good information. Anything else that's significant that we didn't cover? I will say one more thing. Um, we do have some special 2020 merchandise available, and you can view all of that at statefairwear.com, or you can start at mnstatefair.org. That's always a great starting place. But we have T-shirts and buttons and drinkware and face coverings all available at that website to shop. So if you normally like to get State Fair merchandise during the fair, you can do that now online. Thanks again to my guest, State Fair spokeswoman Danielle Dullinger. And again, for more information on State Fair-related events, you can visit mnstatefair.org. Minnesota Matters will return after this. Welcome back to Minnesota Matters. The state's health exchange, MinSure, will be holding their next open enrollment period in November for Minnesotans needing to obtain health care coverage for 2021. MNN's Tasha Radel has more. That's right, Scott. It's hard to believe this is the eighth open enrollment period since opening. Joining me now is Nate Clark, CEO of MinSure. Nate, let's first talk a little bit about this next enrollment period. Yeah, sure is. So, you know, Tasha, we've just announced the dates for our eighth open enrollment period. And so we're going to be running from November the 1st until midnight on December the 22nd. And so that's the window folks should have in mind as they think about enrolling and coverage that starts on January 1st of 2021. Nate, are you encouraging everyone to check out the Minsure Exchange? I mean, so I always recommend that folks come to the exchange now 
and make certain that we update your account information so that everything we have about you is current. So, for example, maybe there's been a change in the size of the household, or there's been an address change, you know, folks moved, um, or maybe there was a change in their income. All of these different things can impact health coverage and savings. So we just remind people, please come to the exchange, give us a call, update your account so that we can make sure you have the right eligibility and the safety. Now, Sasha, you mentioned actually coming and having a look at the plans that are going to be available. That will happen, but it's not until mid-October. I know in years past, those who were eligible could qualify for federal tax credits that act like instant savings towards your monthly premium. Will that again be offered this year? What we know at this point, of course, is that we have carriers who will be offering plans on the exchange, and we know that those 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 carriers are obviously that those plans will be um, available to Minnesotans to purchase, and those who qualify will have access to tax credits. Um, as you know, um, health plans currently have made certain accommodations for COVID-19 diagnostic testing and treatment. So today, for example, um, if you are enrolled in the plan, you don't have any costs associated with medically directed testing or in-network hospitalization and a few other things. At this point, we don't know what plans are will be doing next year. Um, what we do know for certain, though, is that it's really important for folks to have health coverage. So we're all, we'll be encouraging folks to come to the exchange, find out you know what kinds of savings they're eligible for, and get enrolled because that's what's most important, just to make certain people are covered. And Nate, for those listening, um, let's say that they don't currently have health insurance. Can they come to the exchange now before November's open enrollment begins? I understand that there are some life-qualifying events that would make them eligible. Those who have lost their employer-sponsored insurance or have other qualifying life events, having a baby or moving, um, those are folks who can still come in and enroll. But if you are uninsured, now is the time for you to do it. It will help offset the cost of your monthly insurance premium. And also, depending on your income, you could qualify for no fee or very, very low fee insurance coverage. Well, Nate, we're about out of time. Anything else you wanted to add today? Simply that, as we do every year, um, we'll have assisters who are available to work with consumers and help them understand their options. Um, health insurance can be complicated. We get that. And so that's why we have this network of navigators and brokers around the state who are, who are willing to work with Minnesotans and help them understand their options. The services are free. This year, of course, um, there'll probably be very little, if any, in-person assistance. And so just to make certain that you leave, you have plenty of time to complete your enrollment, contact those folks now, get an appointment scheduled, and just make certain you get covered before the 22nd. Thanks again to my guest, Nate Clark, CEO of Minsure. Again, Minsure is Minnesota's health insurance marketplace where individuals and families can shop, compare, and choose health insurance coverage that meets their needs. Minsure is the only place you can apply for financial help to lower the cost of your monthly insurance premium and out-of-pocket costs. Most Minnesotans who enroll through Minsure qualify for financial help. For more information, you can head to Minsure.com. Org. Again, that's Minsure.org. Back to you, Scott. Thank you, Tasha. Up next, MN Sports Director Mike Grimm speaks with professional golfer from YZ Tim Heron. That, when Minnesota Matters, returns.
Welcome back to the dog show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the shelter pet group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, tail-wagging, backyard-hanging, and, of course, companionship. And what breed would you say Satchmo is? I'd have to go with maybe a lavish terrier-hound chihuahua-looking kind of mix. Tremendous dog. Mm, I'd also like to point out Satchmo's coloring, a white, gray, brown, black brindle, simply marvelous. You know, it's such a treat to watch a dog like this. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive. And now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, oh, the happy dance, so common with this group. And finally, the loving face lick. It's great how he just gets in there and, well, licks. Fantastic. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Minnesota Matters. Professional golfer Tim Heron of Wyzetta turned 50 years old earlier this year, which qualified him to play on the 50 and over PGA Champions Tour. After many of the tour's events were canceled earlier in the summer, he's been in action in recent weeks and playing relatively well. He's slated to play in a couple of events in southern Missouri over the next two weekends before taking part in the PGA Champions Tour event in Sioux Falls from September 7th through the 13th. MNN Sports Director Mike Grimm spoke with the golfer, who's nicknamed Lumpy, about his unique summer, of course, with a strange schedule because of the health pandemic. Well, it's been strange because I didn't know when things were going to get going. You know, it was kind of my debut, my year to be out on the Champions Tour. But I know a lot of people are doing a lot worse than I am now. The Champions Tour is starting to roll, and I'm excited uh, for the Sioux Falls Tournament for sure. Yeah, when we talk about the Sioux Falls Tournament, of course, that is a one close to home. Now that the uh, 3M Championship became the 3M Open and went from the uh, Champions to the uh, to the PGA, you know, the regular PGA Tour, that's probably the closest one to uh, to your home area here in the Twin Cities. Um, take me through what you know about that. I know Cambria is one of the uh, sponsors. Sanford Health's one of the sponsors, and uh, you're one of the local draws. So I am partnered up with Cambria. So I'm Team Cambria and. You know, it's been a great relationship. I was with them in 05, and now I'm back with them while they're the title sponsor for the Sanford International Golf Tournament. How's your game rounding into form? How, how, how do you like how you're playing right now? Uh, my game is uh, coming around. You know, I'm starting to get the hang out of the Champions Tour. Yeah, I'm excited to go play in Sioux Falls. I, I was at a basketball tournament with my son about a month ago, so I got to play mini haha um golf course and it's a great old time golf course and they've done some great improvements and good for spectators and you know it's going to be the first tournament where we have fans so that's going to be very exciting you mentioned um that this event will be the first one that will have fans and i I suppose it is unique for you guys as golfers because much of your time is spent by yourself or with just a small group of people anyway, out practicing, whether it's on the range, on the course, or what have you, where there is no crowd. But, boy, I must think it is still a little bit of a, of a strange feeling when you're out there with no galleries in the heat of competition, particularly as you head into the weekend. What, what has that been like uh, playing? Uh, again, you're probably used to playing by yourself or with relatively few people, but in the heat of competition like that, has that been strange? Yeah, it is strange. It's like you're going out and playing with a bunch of your friends, like a practice round. And it's pretty funny because you don't get like mulligans or anything like that. So you're like, oh, no, we got to play. So 
the fans are going to be great for us. You know, we get excited about the fans. That's all about the Champions Tour, uh, the Pro-Ams, things like that. Just having people around. And then just having the energy. It was like you're at your home club or, or public course and just playing around a golf the last few weeks. But uh, with the fans, it's, it's going to be great. And they have tents set up there at Sioux Falls with the VIP tent hosted by uh, Cambria. As one of the younger guys now on this tour, what maybe uh, can you use to your advantage uh, to take advantage of, of some things? Is it the length off the tee? Is it, uh, what are some things that maybe you can uh, uh, find yourself, uh, you know, taking home a winner's paycheck here at some point if, in this summer or next? You're right. I think my advantage would probably be the distance. You know, I'm probably top 10, top 15, longest guy out on the Champions Tour. So I'm going to have to take that as an advantage, I hit it uh, a lot straighter than I did back when I was a kid, a rookie out on tour. So, um, but you still have to, uh, you know, knock the putts in. So, um, I'll grind really hard on uh, putting and just trying to free up the putting and uh, just let it go. Um, yeah, like you said, it's very competitive out there, but uh, it's also fun. Guys are in really good spirits out there you know it's kind of the end of the career they know it's it's a kind of a new beginning new life uh and there's no other sport like that so uh we really you can tell guys appreciate being out there and having an opportunity to go play golf and what they've done their whole life. I'd be remiss not to quickly ask you about Tom Lehman, who uh, it seems uh, every about every third week puts up a round that you're like, how old is this guy now? Um, how much have you stayed in touch with uh, with Tom? And uh, and uh, he's out there uh, still cranking away, isn't he? Well, it's funny. I played with him in the 3M, and I got to play with him in my debut down in Naples, and he's still cranking out as a 60-year-old. Man, that guy can still play. We both missed the cut by one at 3M, and you know, it was a long golf course, but he he knows how to play, and he took advantage of the holes that he could make birdie. He made quite a few birdies on those holes. And, uh, you know, he doesn't miss many fairways. He hits that ball straight and putts good. And, man, I see him uh, still playing for another five years competitively. Um, you mentioned the course, um, and and with Layman, you know he hits those uh, probably from growing up in in windy uh, the windy plains of Minnesota. It's that low shot, right? It just it just cuts through the wind. Um, h- how did your Minnesota upbringing uh, impact how you played? Do you think it had an impact? Yeah, I mean, I'm I hit the ball pretty high, and you know, with our spring and fall rainy weather, you know, you want a lot of carry. So, <laughs> I my upbringing, I, I hit the ball pretty high. And then um, pretty good with like a flop shot type thing because of the rough around the greens and the, the small greens here in Minnesota. So, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I think that's, uh, you know, and playing in some of the elements, you know, I'm not afraid to play in 60-degree weather where some of the guys in the south, they like it warm, so it warms up their back and they stay loose. Yeah, very good. Trust me, I like it warm, too. <laughs> That's PGA Champions Tour golfer Tim Heron and MNN Sports Director Mike Grimm. That's going to do it for us for this week. Thank you for listening, and please tune in again next week for Minnesota Matters on this MNN station.